I remember exactly how Amal looked like. The little boy who every day would secretly slip down from the windows when no one was around after my parents would leave for work and I would jolly around the entire house with him. I remember sitting near the wall of the living room chatting for hours together with him. We would arrange tiny toy cups, pretend to prepare tea and then sip the best concoction ever made. Amal would fight for the large teddy bear that sat on top of my bed and after all the snatching and scratching of each other, Amal would finally concede to me each and every single time. I remember how I would dance with him all throughout the noon at the beats and tunes playing only in my head or perhaps the same tunes in his head too. And each time he would try to prove his excellence in hide and seek, I would find him right where I thought he would be. When I got tired, he would slowly take my head in his lap and caress my hair like no one else could ever do and put me down to sleep until my parents returned late in the evening. But as we grew, things changed. No, no, not for us but for the people around us. My parents, though amused about Amal before, now started growing uneasy of us. Just because they could not understand him. Just because he was not like all of us. Just because he never showed his face to my parents. My parents asked me to move out and around. Meet the kids next door and make some real friends. While I kept explaining in vain all the time that no one would be able to rival Amal in keeping my company. And yet, things did change a bit. When I went to college, other friends occupied more of my daytime. Many evenings passed by impressing girls at a restaurant. And yet Amal was always there during the lone evenings under the fig tree. He was there to get my back each time I got rejected for a date or even during a date. He stood strong for me each time I dropped to the abyss. And many a times my friends would barge into my dormitory room and pass taunts with bursts of laughter seeing the neatly laid out two cups of tea, asking who the other cup was for, calling me alone even when it was clearly two of us there. Their faces would transition from shock to confusion and then to disgust when I would introduce Amal to them. The other day, my psychiatrist girlfriend asked me to give up on Amal, saying that staying with him throughout my life has spoiled my mind. <laughs> I don't understand how the boy who has been with me through thick and thin, through crowds and solitude, how can I give up on him? But alas, my friends, my parents, my colleagues, have still tried time and again and have slowly lost all hopes in me. And today when I sometimes sit in my room, when I find no steps entering my house, I simply pour the steaming concoction into two cups of porcelain, neatly laid out on the marble floor and turn on the music that my mind always played. And Amal slowly takes my head in his lap and caresses my hair like no one else ever could and puts me down to sleep.